It's the Dublin City Rounders Radio Hour with Rowan and Al, a rootin' tootin' rockin' 60 minutes of great music, chat, and special celebrity guests on I-96 Radio and Entertainment, i96.ie. Howdy y'all, my name's Rowan, and this is my brother Al here. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> He's always here. Uh, we are the Dublin City Rounders, and this is the Dublin City Rounders Radio Hour. Uh, you're all very welcome to our second episode. We're going to get things started with The Race Is On by George Jones all the way back in 1965. I feel tears welling up, calling deep inside like my heart's sprung a big break. And the stab of loneliness sharp and painful that I may never shake. Now you might say that I was taking it hard since you wrote me off with a call. But don't you wager that I'll hide the sorrow when I'm every right down and bold. Now the race is on and here comes pride up the backstretch. Heartaches are going to the inside. My tears are holding back. They're trying not to fall. My heart's out of the running. True love scratched for another's sake. The race is on and it looks like heartaches. And the winner loses all. One day I ventured in love, never once suspecting what the final result would be. How I lived in fear of waking up each morning and finding that you'd gone from me. There's aching and pain in my heart for the day was the one that I headed to face. Somebody new came up to win her and I came out in second place. Now the race is on and here comes pride at the backstretch. Heartaches are going to the inside My tears are holding back They're trying not to fall My heart's out of the running True love scratched for another's sake The race is on and it looks like heartaches And the winner loses all What you can hear there is the sound of Paul Tylak sipping his delicious coffee. We've mm. known today's guest since we were kids, and kids all across Ireland and the UK will know him from some of their favourite shows and cartoons and movies, like Roy, he's Dr. Rashid, Zig and Zag, he's Peck, <laughs> Nelly and Nora, he's Farmer Joe, and loads more including Skunk Fu, Chloe's Closet, uh, the lead, uh, Thor, The Legend of the Magical Hammer, and The Secret of Kells, and uh, to adults, he's best known for appearances in Father Ted, uh, the 90s sketch show Stew, uh, and for his critically acclaimed improv and stand-up shows, which we can personally attest are very, very hilarious. Indeed. We'd like to welcome Mr. Paul Tylak to the show. Hey! hey hello, here. welcome me! <laughs> <laughs> Great to be here. <laughs> How you keep him, Paul? Very good, yeah, yeah, very good. You were just uh, telling us off air that you're uh, you're off the sugar there, but you still eat jam. Yeah, mm. I try not to have sugar in tea and coffee. Right. But I compensate then with eating... With jam in jam, the tea and coffee, sweets, right? anything I can mm. get my hands on. Right, okay, so... Um, my mouth around. Pretty successful uh, sugar diet there. Yeah, I have to be more um, strict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you, talk, you, you were saying I do lots of... Um, animation voiceovers yeah, and yeah. stuff What's like that, that like? I'm, I'm growing my beard for a part actually oh, oh, yeah. I noticed that I thought it was particularly handsome it's very um, it's very Brad Pitt oh thanks very much yeah, yeah. it's a beardy character I'm going to do so. yeah tell mm. us a bit about that um, well it's uh, how can I describe it it's a film a film oh yeah no I'm, that's an actual I'm also growing it for a real thing as well <laughs> that's a film yeah that's going to be uh, coming soon I think I, I'm just about to go shooting it now and it's called Halal Daddy and it's about a bunch of Bradford Asians that come over to Ireland and give everyone loads of jobs basically <laughs> So, um, yeah, they go to Sligo and they open up a halal meat factory. Yeah. 
where a recently a sugar beet factory closed down right. and everyone lost their jobs. So they get everyone's jobs back if oh. they will... Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah, if they'll kill Yeah, don't tell us everything. They kill animals the right way. The right way. Yeah, with yeah. an imam prayer, prayer yeah, exactly. and stuff like that. So. But Colomini's in it and uh, Art Malik, Angeline Ball, right. um, Nikesh Patel... And loads of people. Loads Great, of people. excellent. Yeah. We're looking Good forward actress. to seeing that. Will that be out in what, 2017, do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I okay. think so, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And do you reckon it'll do kind of the the uh, the cinema run here, or what's the what's the plan for yeah, distribution? Yeah, I'd say a... I, it'll be one of those, possibly a sleeper hit. Oh, I hope, yeah. You know, like excellent. word of mouth. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Well, you know, with the way it is these days with the... The internets, you never know yeah. what can happen. Yeah. All those kids and their internets. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've all got one, yeah. you know. It's freaky. I wanted to ask you, just going back to the uh, the voice. Ah, delish. That splendor. Thanks, Al. Yeah. <laughs> Al makes the best coffee. Sponsored by whatever coffee we've got. I don't know. What, what Bewley's. Do Bewley's. Five Sponsored string. by Bewley's. 33% really. extra free. Bewley's. The Bewley's. best in coffee. <laughs> Hire this man. He'll make anything sound good. Although... Really I do ads. So speaking of voices, what's the uh, hardest voice you've ever had to do? Oh, um, this one could be hard actually because I have to kind of do three accents in one. Yeah. This, this so halal daddy one. Uh, I'm supposed to be a Bradford Asian who's been living in Sligo for 20 years. Wow. 20 so, years. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be difficult. I haven't mm. started yet. so. You yeah. need to live with a... With uh, an Asian man, mm. a man from Bradford, and a child from Sligo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a twenty-year-old. A twenty-year-old child, child yeah. from Sligo. <laughs> it's gonna be just hard. to get that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think my it'd be mostly kind. it'd be mostly Bradford because where, where he learned English was was Bradford. Mm. Bradford and, School and he of kind English. Kind of grew up there, and he was like a, a teenager when he went okay. to I Sligo. Think, I think so. you'll get by with uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just need I mean, a I know, bit of I know people like the Gildees, Anne and Kevin Gildee. They're from Manchester. And Who are they, they? They're comedians, and they live. They're a brother and sister. Okay. Both comedians. She's in the Newlers, and he's Kevin Gildee. And they have this kind of, uh, you know, it's Manchester, but Manchester. but it has an Irish kind of Irish. West of Irish yeah. sort of twang to it mm. as well, and it's kind of so. But they've really kept their Manchester accents. Yeah, you it know, stays they, They've been here since yeah. they're like five and six. Yeah, and they're like fifty now. We we spent some time in Manchester when we were doing the the Voice UK, and um, you don't realise how strong the Manchester. You know when I realised how strong the Manchester accent was. When I heard that we were at a we were at a, tr uh, a tram station, and we mm. heard a girl call her friend, uh, and her friend's name was Tracy, right? It yeah. took me about ten minutes to figure out what she was saying. She's going, Tracy. Oh right, yeah, like, yeah. What Tracy. on earth is she saying? Yeah. You know, and like ten minutes later in the hotel, I go, Tracy. Yeah. This you one's know, for all our uh, fans and listeners from in Manchester. Manchester. Love yous. Liverpool supporter yeah. here, guys. Sorry, you're going to hate me anyway. Yeah, talking of football, <laughs> I went to see Chelsea play in Man United, right, in right. Old Trafford. <laughs> and so you land kind of, yeah, well, well, I got the, the train from the ferry, right, and the train brings you right into the city of Manchester mm. yeah. and you have to get a tram out we know the tram, yeah, tram yeah. yellow yeah, yeah so I got on out. the and I didn't know if I was on the right tram and I said to this guy uh, who was on the tram like do you know which way to, to Man United ground to Old Trafford he's going what I've never heard of it and I was going, you know, Man United. He's going, never heard of them. And then I looked at his paddy and a Man City badge oh, on. Oh, man. <laughs> they just won't even, they won't even recognise that wow, there is yeah. another team in the wow, city. Wow, wow. Like, never heard of it. No. <laughs> never heard of it, yeah. Of course, you got it. even if it was a Man United fan, you'd still have to say, Manchester United. Oh, Manchester Yeah, that might yeah. be a problem. Yeah. If you said that, he might have Yeah, yeah, possibly. yeah. Uh, probably, probably not. Um, I think it's about time we, we've actually got to play a couple of tunes. We want to play one of your ones... Uh, First here, Paul, we've got the old uh, Tom Waits. Oh, Hope yeah. I don't fall in love with yeah. you. Bit no. of a tearjerker. I don't fall in love with you. That's yeah, a pretty that. good impersonation <laughs> there. Okay. We're going to roll that. You hit it up. Let's go. Bit of Tom Waits. I don't fall in love with you 
Falling in love just makes me blue Well, the music plays and you display your heart for me to see I had a beer and now I hear you calling out for me Pride. I like the Christian. 
find pleasure in things I despise. I like the Christian life. My buddy shunned me since I've turned to Jesus. But I still love them, they burden my heart I'll try to lead them to walk in the light Despite I like the Christian life. And that was the Leuven Brothers with I Like the Christian Life. Don't we all? When was that from? Uh, that was from 1959. Wow. Last year of good music, eh, Paul? Mm. Oh. It's wow. all downhill from there, isn't it? Yeah. I think it went downhill after the 30s. <laughs> it's, honest, yeah. it's true, you know. 30s? Well, that's, <laughs> 1912 <laughs> was, that was real last year. So I wanted to ask you, Paul, you've done a lot of um, stand-up, mm -hmm. done a bit of sit-down. Mm -hmm. You're doing a bit of sit-down right now, Some bit of sit-down yeah, comedy. this is most comfortable. Have <laughs> ever done any squat-down comedy? Have you ever done any squat-down comedy? Um, Maybe it's a new thing. Yeah, it's kind of a sumo style <laughs> that you, you have yeah, to do. Two yeah, comedians squat of... until one leaves the ring. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, so what, what I wanted to ask you, though, is you've worked with, um, you've worked with uh, Ardlo Hanlon uh, on, on the same stage, people like that. Who's the funniest person you've ever met? I mean, not including us. Um, not even hmm. a laugh. <laughs> not even a snigger. <laughs> All right, go on. Uh, the fun uh, Joe Rooney's pretty funny. Joe He's, Rooney is very funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I was in a double act with him for years and we kind of started doing comedy together because we made each other laugh. Just yeah. So, yeah, he's pretty damn funny. Do you um, still, do you still, uh, is he still part of the, the improv night that you do at yeah, the moment? Yeah, yeah. We, like, we often would be doing the Monday nights together. And that's in the international, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he does his own stand-up and I do my own stand-up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the funniest person that I... I don't know, God, my wife's quite funny. <laughs> she keeps me laughing. Uh, I like. I really liked your um your your song about the uh, the the bin. Put the bin outside. Oh yeah, God yeah. Damn, that was, I, was I still to think kind of, about that. I was kind of trying to make every a joke time on, I do the bin. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Starts thinking, you know. <laughs> food bin, food bin. It's got to go outside. <laughs> I love it. She was it the, the wife saying that. Um, it, it's designed to be an indoor bin. Yeah, yeah. But it smells. It has to go outside. Yeah. I just thought that was so funny. Yeah, like yeah. She's, like, it's just the kind of arguments you have. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that, that, seemed, that seemed like one that was kind of inspired by some domestic... Uh, yeah. Some well, I was going to have an, a concept album called Domestic Bliss, which is all just full of stupid, petty... Not petty, but yeah. just pointless mm -hmm. arguments that you have yeah, yeah. Yeah. about appliances and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I tell you, but, one, uh, the joke with that one for yeah. me was that you know people are always talking about how songs can bring back memories right. and they help you remember things. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like using the song as an alarm to help to help to you remember you to do the bin the, to put yeah. the bin out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it worked. It, it reminds me every time I'm doing the bin. I think of that song. Um, the other the other character which we constantly quote. Oh yeah. Is um. What's his name? The guy's five minute fitness, five minute fitness. Oh, fitness, five minute fitness. Yeah. Program. I can't Ugh. believe that, that first one where he said, uh, "Strangers in the street come up to you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look up here. I swear to God, myself oh, out yeah, here and our dad constantly. Oh, we'll be saying it all the time. Fitness, five minute fitness. Yeah, I've loads of characters just floating around in my head. Get all more the time, of him on so. YouTube. We want, we want more. Yeah, I, I'm just very lazy. I have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, star I should, jumps. I should yeah. try and have and at least four or five. Yeah. yeah, he was he was so funny. Yeah, the bit where um, 
where he gets the numbers wrong. He's saying if you practice, what is it, five minutes every every day or yeah. something? And, oh, but it yeah, just doesn't yeah. add up. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So five minutes. All you do is just do it for five minutes, three days a week. That's nine days a year. Um, that's, yeah, yeah, something like that. He doesn't care. No, he's, he's hilarious. And he's just like one of them Chancer Fitness YouTube yeah, dudes. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, and I tell you what the... Uh, the God, what was it? The um, the stand-up that you've got there. I think it was a, a support set for... Or you were sharing the stage with Idol one night. And you uh, you put it up at Vigor Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very funny. If anyone's listening to this and they like their stand-up, mm. do check it out. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh, I must have a look at that. You must, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give himself a giggle. It's always good to laugh at oneself every now and then. Um, so I wanted to ask, uh, particularly again with the doing the stand-up uh, mm. and and hecklers and that. Do you ever do you, like? I know, I know, I know. Because for example, Louis C.K. Um, I've seen him talk about. It. He, he hates him. Like he, yeah. He, a lot of a lot of the thing with stand-up, I suppose, not talking from experience, but from watching a lot of it is. Um, the idea is to give the impression that it's all really casual, that it's all, you're just mm. there in the moment, everything's, you know, it's like you're just rattling off these stories, right? But, yeah. of course, it's very well rehearsed and it's very well thought out. Mm. And does it put you off or how do you well, deal with it? Well, that's the thing. It's like you're doing your job and then someone starts yeah. shouting yeah. at you. Other people have paid to see you. Yeah. So it's ruining their night. You yeah. feel like saying, well, do you want to pay everyone their ticket price back? <laughs> yeah. You, you know? should do that. That's a good one. Yeah. It's just very I dry, just, though. You I, have to turn it into a joke somehow. Yeah. Mm. it's kind of, and, But you see, once you put yourself in confrontation with someone, it turns into this kind of alpha male thing, yeah. which I don't yeah, really yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that whole mentality. I know. And then so, it's the whole rest of the show, isn't it? You have to, I know, you nearly have to base the show off that also person. Also, you kind of forget where you were in your thing. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, you're panicking, trying to get back to where you were and keep hold of the people that were into I it. Know, you know, I know, and I know. That they're getting distracted by this other person. Yeah, it seems terrifying to be honest. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> but also there's a thing, especially if you have a mic, uh, which is most gigs. Uh, the uh, someone in the audience, no one can hear what they're saying. Yeah. But they're mm. distracting you at the front. Yeah. Mm. But no one else can see that, so you just look like an idiot talking to someone at the yeah. front. Exactly, all the time. and then you have to then you have to repeat what they've said. Yeah. Well, you're they're better not- off actually. Some people forget. To, I don't really get that much heckling, really. Thank God, but yeah. you know, I noticed. People who are good with hecklers, they actually do repeat. Yeah, well, they, they repeat what the person says so yeah. that everyone mm. can hear that and it gives them time to think of a. So, a so they're hearing it twice. Yeah. So they yeah, have yeah, time yeah. to think of a That's better comeback. Yeah, yeah. You know? Without it seeming that way. So yeah. All the tricks that are trade there. You know? <laughs> hey, yeah. here on <laughs> the insider information. I know. <laughs> yeah, well, the. Because. Because it is. It's, it's, it's that thing. It's, it, there's a kind of a satisfaction you get um, when, when a, a heckler really gets owned as the kids say yeah um but at the same time it's like you, as soon as you engage with someone you're taking such a risk mm-hmm. as well that it just derails the whole thing you know yeah i think there's other things as well that are similar to a heckler is someone who just sits staring for the whole gig and won't laugh a starer <laughs> that's silent worse heckler. yeah i mean that there's a famous cartoon by damo clark who's right. a comedian but he does really good cartoons and I think it was uh, kind of retweeted by Roseanne, and right, you know, yeah. lots of big comedians loved it because most. This is what happens to most comedians. You see, the first frame of the cartoon is everyone enjoying the comedian. You can see it from the audience's yeah. point of view. Mm-hmm. The comedian looks like he's having a great time, and then the next frame is the comedian's <laughs> point of view, and he's looking out, and he, all he sees is that the one, one guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, and it can't think of anything else. Yeah, yeah. So it's just this real. I mean, and it goes down. To, it really goes back to insecurity. Yeah. And why people do comedy, you know, yeah. because it's really to stop people beating them up uh, yeah. when they were kids. Yeah. You know, no yeah. matter what they're like, they might be big, tall guys or women now, but like, or I think women. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Well, you know. might have had a sex change in between there somewhere. That's well, they just, could have just been, the way you phrase that sentence. Or they could have been a girl when they were small. Exactly, and then grew up into, into beautiful women, yes. Or, or a man. beautiful man. Or a yeah. man. But what I'm saying is, like, sometimes that comes from, I think that insecurity that they, they, they only worry about the person who isn't laughing is, is kind of from their parenting and from school, I think. Yeah. You know, mm, like, yeah. Or a mixture, or one or the other. And it's, it's, it's so true. It's like, uh, you know, we, we've gotten a lot of it, particularly when you do a bit of television or you, you put yourself out there in any fashion, you, um, you open yourself up to 
uh, people having points of view and opinions about you. And yeah. you can read or hear dozens or hundreds of like fantastic things. Yeah. Right. But it's always it's always that one guy mm. who's like, yeah, you guys are a bit crap. You know? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Forget all that other stuff. I want to know about this guy and why yeah. he thinks I'm crap and man, you know. And it, it's it's hard to to get past it. But I think yeah, you, certainly but there with was, us. There's other people like to point out bad reviews to you as well, in case yeah. you've missed yeah. them. <laughs> I know. Like when we were doing Stew, we got mostly really good reviews. Yeah, like, yeah. But there was one guy uh, who was part of Stu who he would scour the internet and he'd ring us up and say, oh, you, I hope you haven't seen this. Here's the address. I hope you <laughs> haven't seen like, it. Right. It's like some scathing, like, you know, review, <laughs> like a one-line thing for someone else never heard of. But it's yeah. just he made Belongs sure in the trash. that everyone could see that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. there's like, there's almost a joke, like, you know, when comedians go to Edinburgh and stuff. Mm, yeah. I think it's kind of like an apocryphal tale. Of people go, when they go to Edinburgh, they're all like, oh, Oh my God! You hear? So uh, yeah, your man got a five star review. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. And uh, that yeah, the other guy they got they got four star review. And um, oh, did really? Yeah, didn't know that. And then, but as soon as you say, oh, do you hear? Your man got absolutely slashed. Oh, everyone, everyone heard. knows yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah we all heard, saw that one. <laughs> People are just attracted to the to the the, the lowest level, aren't they? It's bizarre, yeah. you know. But I don't know. I mean, I've never really, I've never really been that bothered by, like, critics. Whether you know, yeah. even when they're saying good things, it's quite inaccurate, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know, well, it's, it's all it's all filtered through. Um, like, it's it's even with us. Like, a lot of the people will will enjoy our show, and we don't mind anyone who enjoys our show. But mm. um, again, it's some people will come at it from a, a totally different angle than we'd even kind of have in mind originally with yeah. what we're performing. So. It and is. It's like, yeah, like okay, if you think, want to think that, that's yeah. fine. But it's it's like, like people think when he wears a 10-gallon tinfoil hat that it's like we're trying to be comical or something. Yeah, you know, we're, we're completely serious. Yeah. We've got a song called The Conspiracy Kid. Yeah, yeah this is serious business. He wears a 10-gallon mm. tinfoil hat when he's um, fighting the Illuminati. And, um, mm. you know, there's is nothing funny Illuminati? about it. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. <laughs> the Illuminati. All right. That's the sound of me writing that down. Uh, um, speaking of writing down, um, yeah. you have another song for us. Which is written down. <laughs> Which is written down on a piece of paper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love this song. Uh, it's uh, Jack Brell, I think, wrote it the originally. Original, yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. Uh, but just Scott Walker's version is the best one I've ever heard. And it was the first version I heard of it. And I don't think it's ever been equaled. Excellent. And it's just, I just love, I love really good lyrics. So it's yeah. basically a poem. Put to music, a really Excellent. good poem is is probably the best way to describe a good lyrics in a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. why Leonard Cohen well, is so good as well. Because well, he was like an award-winning poet before he. Well, yeah, exactly. And anything, mm. anything that can, any lyric that can stand alone without music, mm. um, you know, is is elevates the song that it's associated yeah. with beyond. Like a lot of Bowie song, and yeah. The Doors, I think. He, as well, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Jim Jim Morrison. Uh, Mm. You could read a book of his poetry, no problem. So yeah. let's give it a listen, shall we? Mm. This is uh, Jackie by Scott Walker. And if one day I should become a singer with a Spanish bum who sings for women of great virtue, I'd sing to them with a guitar I borrowed from a coffee bar. Well, what you don't know doesn't hurt you. My name would be Antonio, and all my bridges I would burn. And when I gave them some, they'd know I'd expect something in return. I'd have to get drunk every night and talk about virility with some old grandmama who might be decked out like a Christmas tree. And though pink elephants I'd see, though I'd be drunk as I could be, still I would sing my song to me about the time they called me Shaggy. If I could be for only an hour, if I could be for an hour every day, if I could be for just one little hour, a cute, cute, in a stupid-ass way. And if I joined the social world, became procurer of young girls, and I would have my own bordellos. My record would be number one, and I'd sell records by the ton, all sung by many other fellows. 
my name would then be Hassan Jack, and I'd sell boats of opium, whiskey that came from Twickenham, off any queers and phony virgins. If I had banks on every finger, finger in every country, and all the countries ruled by me, I'd still know where I'd want to be. Locked up inside my opium den, surrounded by some Chinamen I'd sing the song that I sang then about the time they called me Shaggy If I could be for only an hour If I could be for an hour every day If I could be for just one little hour A cute-cute in a stupid-ass way Now tell me, wouldn't it be nice that if one day in paradise I'd sing for all the ladies up there And they would sing along with me, we'd be so happy there to be Cause down below is really nowhere And if my name were Juniper, then I would know where I was going And then I would become all-knowing, my beard so very long and flowing If I became deaf, dumb and blind, because I pitied all mankind and broke my heart to make things right, I'd know that every single night. When my angelic work was through, the angels and the devil too would sing my childhood song to me about the time they called me Shaggy. If I could be for only an hour, if I could be for an hour every day, if I could be for just one little hour, a cute, cute, in a stupid-ass way. No matter what you do, you'll never get away from me Because I'm right behind you, baby Right behind you, baby I'm a right behind you, baby And you're never gonna get away, away, yeah Well, you can make up your face, dye your hair No matter what you do, just turn around and I'll be there Because I'm right behind you, baby Right behind you, baby I'm a right behind you, baby And you're never gonna get away, away, yeah Well, you can go to the east, go to the west, the north South and uh, all the rest You can pop at the heart Roll across the floor I don't think you ever Gonna get it no more Well you can fly through the clouds Sail on the sea No matter what you do You'll never get away from me Because I'm right behind you Baby Right behind you Baby I'm a right behind you baby And you're never gonna get away Gonna see me no more Well you can fly through the clouds Sail on the sea No matter what you do You'll never get away from me Because I'm right behind you baby Right behind you baby I'm a right behind you baby And you're never gonna get away Away yeah I'm a right behind you baby And you're never gonna get away Away yeah And that was Right Behind You, Baby, by Vince Taylor, a psychopathically romantic rockabilly song from 1958. What a dude. If, yeah. you need a, if you need a cool jacket, you ask Vince Taylor. Yeah. Very good. Pretty nice. good, eh? Psychopathically Be romantic is pretty good, too. Oh, like, yeah. It's like it, a lot uh, of those old rockabilly songs, they're... They love seem you to nice, death, but when you really kind of listen to the yeah. lyrics... <laughs> yeah. There's one, uh, we'll have to play it on a future show, um, called, uh, have you ever heard it, You Think I'm Psycho, Don't You, Mama? No. Oh, man. Mm. I'll, be, I'll be Facebook messaging you that one. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. will love it. Oh, cool. With your penchant for, uh, for murder ballads and things like that. Mm. Um, I want to ask you, I want to I wanna, 
run a few of these hilarious jokes by you. <laughs> okay. The first one. I'm laughing already. <laughs> it's always well, good. It's going good. I've actually good so far. I think uh, I think I've actually only got. I've only got two in front of me, but there was another one I, I can think of. So that's the joke. That's the joke. So the first one is uh, this was based on on experience. Mm-hmm. The other day, um, the joke is this. So. I've always wanted an expensive Dublin 4 apartment, and now I've finally got one. Why do you finally have one? My landlord put my rent up by 400 euro. Oh, very good. Pretty yeah. good, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, the <laughs> delivery could be more oh, yeah, casual. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But, so uh, I didn't even know I was involved in that one. The idea is very but, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the idea is you actually haven't moved anywhere. Your yeah, rent's yeah. just gone up. But yeah, you did yeah. always want a really expensive it's, apartment. It's a the positive... less you explain it, the better. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, a yeah. positive <laughs> way of looking at a yeah. situation. No, it's a great idea. It's a good joke idea. And, and I can see it in the right mouth being... Uh, right. That's how it's weird. So this is... <laughs> this okay so this one's kind of like a uh i'm going to deliver this one in a kind of a 1930s uh mm. chicago gangster kind of um jimmy type. cagney type thing a little bit yeah mm. so uh so this is a this is a guy he's telling he's telling other uh the the new the new gangsters about um women and money and stuff and he's, he's talking about women here he says uh, if you want to get a woman you got to have a good demeanor because demeanor you are the more they like you very good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, not too bad. Hey, not bad. And then we've got one more uh, hillbilly no, one. No, you've got to say, don't oh, yeah. say have a good demeanor because that leads to, you just say demeanor is important. Your demeanor is important. Your demeanor then, you know, is yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. demeanor you are, the better they like it. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. I like it. Good. Okay, and then uh, one more we got our hillbilly one. Uh, mm-hmm. We do, because this is something we do sometimes, we're trying to do it a little bit more is in our... In our shows, you don't mm. see it much. You see, which is good, uh, comedians bringing music into their act, yeah. which is great to see. It's like it, it harks back a bit to the vaudeville thing where there was variety in, in entertainment. You yeah. Know? But you very rarely see uh, a musical act break out into a gag or a joke, you know. On uh-huh. purpose. On purpose. Yeah, 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 unless it's just part of banter, you know. But this is one we do sometimes, and I say, uh, oh, yeah, the cousins. All right, no, no, I start this, don't I? Yeah, I say, yeah. hey Al, why are you looking so happy today? Well, I just done married my second cousin. You what? That's outrageous. You married your second cousin? Yes, indeed. Well, how'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Well, because I had to. Why? My first cousin divorced me. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. So he's actually married the second mm. of his uh, cousins. <laughs> okay, second of his first cousins. Second yeah. of his first cousins, exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah. Uh, it's even weirder. Um, so that's uh, how how we go there with our. Uh, I know that we, we could have gotten a little better on the delivery there, but yeah, the, the I mean, punchline's not too uh, bad. It's a good jokes <laughs> jokes to workshop, definitely. Like workshopping yeah. uh, jokes is a is a very um, fruitful thing. You can get two or three mm. jokes out of a joke. Then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's the what would you what's the process then? What what process would you apply if you're workshopping a joke with, with someone or someone just? Well, you I usually kind of think do kind of wordplay. Mm. kind of stuff yes so mm. i don't know i kind of think of like i i thought one the other day um nobody can make me laugh like my wife you know loads of people have tried top voice coaches but she just has a really difficult laugh to imitate you know <laughs> <laughs> so nobody can make like me laugh like my wife yeah yeah got me <laughs> um do we really need essential oils yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes just a question is funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think uh, I, I really like that. And it's it's like, uh, you know, anyone who's listening here, if you if you do check out uh, Paul's uh, Vicar Street gig there, it's it's kind of that for 30 minutes or so. It's great. It's just mm. one thing after another. Some of them, obviously, some of them are more kind of story-based where you, you delve into things. But then it's, it's fun how your stories and your longer kind of your longer jokes are interspersed with those real just yeah. one-liners. Uh, my you know? favorite thing is the one-liners. I yeah. just have the yeah. stories as an excuse to throw in <laughs> one-liners. Like, yeah. here's another one. Uh, there's nothing worse than making a clear, confident statement and then correcting yourself. Actually, no, there probably are worse things. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yep, 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 yep. And it's great, and, the, you know... What do they talk about at pesticide conventions? I'd love to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah. So, they're, you know, they're the yeah. kind... Of, I just love those little one-liners, and then I'll, I'll, have, I'll have kind of life stories and stuff yeah. like mm. that yeah. as a kind of, a kind of a way between them. 
spot. Yeah, well, I think uh, it is. I think the you know, at least with with the stories, it allows. Because if it's one liner after one liner, it pe- people need a chance to kind of not yeah. laugh, don't they? As well, oh you know? yeah, yeah, you don't want to no. kill them. <laughs> oh, well, the people don't really like. I I like them, but most yeah. people don't yeah. really like a whole gig of one liners. Yeah. Unless you're watching Stuart Francis or someone amazing, yeah, 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 yeah. like that, or Jimmy Carr or someone, you know. Yeah, Jimmy Carr does a great job of it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, so but even like, still, even Jimmy, he'll he'll run for a little while on something to allow a build yeah. up to to mm. just a really like kick in the head kind of. Yeah, thing. I'll tell you a funny story actually of a real thing that happened. My sister in law, uh, she was Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. and so she had her she's single mother. She had her her little five year old kid in the back of the car, yeah, and was really stressed out because it was like right before Christmas and she hadn't got most of the stuff and she was trying to get it all in the last few hours. Yeah. She's working, you know, as yeah, well during yeah, the yeah. day. So anyway, really stressed out. She's just got all her stuff into the car. Her daughter's screaming in the back. She's giving her an ice cream to help her, you know, sedate yeah. herself. Yeah, yeah. So she's got the kid in the in the car, uh, the baby seat in the back. She's pulling out into traffic then and this other woman pulls right in front of her in the traffic and doesn't even like she had to brake really hard to let this car like just go, go, go right front, ahead yeah. of her <laughs> and then the other car just pulls off didn't even blink to say thanks or anything like that mm, yep. and she just kind of said real kind of through gritted teeth oh that's fine don't say thanks you bitch and uh, <laughs> then she just heard a little voice in the back of the car going oh sorry mummy thanks for the ice cream oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta be careful what you say in front of your kids yeah, yeah absolutely and that's a true story and they're they're out there like they're kind of like gold dust like when you yeah, have them in your you act across you, something. you know well because once you tell people they're true they're like um, mm, yeah i um. know well also i mean the other thing as well is i think a lot of the time with with stand up and, mm. and and um if if someone just starts telling a story if a, if a comedian whether it's Bill Burr or or Louis CK or Chris Rock or any of these guys they start telling a story yeah unless they've said i mean is there is there a is there a code here with the this really happened thing because unless they say this absolutely happened. Oh yeah, they always go true story, true story. And is yeah. it a true story or is it not? I, I think mean, is it there is, a bit of a gray area? They embellish it. They embellish it. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. every telling, I think there's an embellishment. Yeah. You know, with those. Because there's so many things. times, but I, I really watch mm. out for that because I know if, if if they haven't said that, yeah, it's just a joke. Uh, it, or you know, it's. Well, I had a th- I had another one of those one linery type things on Twitter uh, that was like that. It was like, uh, you know, um, I hate when comedians say true story yeah before a joke because they know the joke itself mightn't be that funny right hmm. true story oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right and that yeah. joke isn't Is that, that funny yeah. because you yeah. said Just, true story right yeah. Right. yeah the um right i see that is huh. interesting i never thought of it that way but uh no i think a lot of the, i think Jeez, I think most of them are true enough because the yeah. it's like why would you you know if you why could, would you if you it? could say oh I made this up you'd get more kudos from that yeah, 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 yeah. so I mean saying it's a true story mm. saying look there's not doing me but I'm just telling you I think it was mm. hilarious myself so yeah and people just do would relax and have a and laugh is, yeah. and it's in it's in the delivery and the um the 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 comedians interpretation of what happened is really what's the funny part most of the time with these stories do you know yeah. what I mean most of the stories are things that uh, you know they're gonna have I was, I was walking up the street the other day you know and yeah. I saw a chick with a pram and mm. I thought and I said and you know what I mean yeah, that's, yeah. Where, that's where it comes from so the true if you look at it the stories themselves it's, it's, it's the way it's delivered do we have to do another song? I think we probably it's should song o'clock alright well we're gonna um, we're gonna have a short outro after this tune uh, but what what are we looking at here? What song are we going to play? Oh, a little bit of Satisfied by Earl and Joyce Songer. So this is 1952, and this is a really good example of some very early uh, rock and roll and the, the kind of the grey area between hillbilly and rock and roll. Uh, Joyce Songer, these are a, these are a husband and wife uh, duo. She's the one, obviously, with the female voice, uh, but she's also playing the guitar. Mm, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Very hard to in, in, in yeah. impersonate. Trivia. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's also the guitarist, so listen now for some really, really cool rockin' guitar in this tune. It's called Satisfied by Earl and Joyce Songer. We 
this motion the other night Me and my gal, we felt just right on me, oh my We're satisfied Her lips are just like cherry wine I sipped hers and she sipped mine, oh me, oh my We're satisfied We're satisfied We're satisfied Me, oh my, me and my girl both satisfied
we ain't got a barrel of money Maybe we're ragged and funny But we'll travel alone Singing a song side by side Don't know what's coming tomorrow Maybe it's trouble and sorrow But we'll travel the road Sharing our load Side by side And that was Lee Morse with Side by Side from 1927. What a really nice rendition. Last year of good music. Last year of good music. 1926 was the peak for it me. It really was. Yeah, I yeah. know, I know. It was, the decline was really kind of kicking in there. Well, uh, it's coming towards the end of our uh, hour here, so I'd Aww. like... Aww. We need a We need a little soundboard. Loads of kids going... Aww. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Paul, we've known Paul all our lives. Yeah, it's, I uh, gave birth to you. I, Alex, I, I, yeah, I was exactly. at the birth. Yeah. Mm. Oh, to, of who? Me? Of, yeah. of both of you. Oh, you, yeah. you nearly got a part in Star Wars. I remember that. I did. I nearly yeah, got nearly. I was, uh, You I were nearly going to be the little kid in episode one. That becomes one. Darth Vader? It becomes Darth mm. Vader. Spoiler. Spoiler wow. alert. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Just a few years too late there. But we um, <laughs> basically, uh, I think the kid in real life became the, the Hollywood version of Darth Vader. Um, oh, okay. And uh, he's, he's not, uh, not none too pleased with his life at the mm. moment. Yeah. So I, I, here in my uh, ex expensive Dublin 4 one. apartment, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got Mikado biscuits on the table and my own radio yeah. show. What's and a he really got? expensive <laughs> apartment. And a really yeah, expensive yeah. apartment in the <laughs> nicest part of town. And what's he got? Nothing. Yes. <laughs> Nothing. And everyone hates that movie. His rent didn't mm. go up. <laughs> <laughs> sure it did. But so did his drug habit. Yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> Well, on that note... And now with your your rent so expensive, you can't afford I to can't be drunk. Exactly, yeah. It's great. I have to it's be healthy. healthy. Living yeah. clean. Living clean, baby. Cleaned uh, out. We'll have to get it. Living sure. cleaned out. That's it. <laughs> Sell those appliances. Yeah. Flying out the door. Um, but yeah, so uh, thanks so much for joining us, Paul. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll have to have you on again at some stage. That yeah. was uh, loads of fun. Oh, and, and if you're not doing anything Monday nights, 9 o'clock in the International, it's the longest running show in Ireland, 25 years. You must running. be puffed out. Oh, I'm wrecked, yeah. I'm going to have to <laughs> give it a break soon. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's like the guy who says, I've been playing piano for 20 years and I'm fucking wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, improv every Monday night. It's uh, You never know who will be on. We had Phil Jupiter's a couple of weeks ago, Jason Manford. You know, you get all the, the big improv stars from England come over as well and do it. Excellent. Upstairs in the International. Nice. Get down there Monday nights at the International for some yeah. excellent comedy and improv. Well, that does it for us for another uh, episode of the Dublin City Rounders. Um, what are we calling it now? Radio Hour. Radio Hour. That's the one. We've got so many things. I was going to call it the Dublin City Rounders Alt Country Song Contest. That's yeah, that's not the other just thing. flip up Doesn't, the It's not quite now. as yeah, radio yeah. friendly, is it? So we're going to uh, leave you with this tune and we'll catch you in another couple of weeks. What's this song, Al? Huh? This is Thrown Out of the Bar by Hank Three. That's uh, Hank Willyai the Third. I've been beat up out, I've been kicked around, I've been thrown out of every damn bar in this old town.
City Rounders Radio Hour with Rowan and Al. Follow the Dublin City Rounders on Facebook and Twitter at facebook.com slash Dublin City Rounders and Twitter handle at DCityRounders. Rounders.